Hello, great minds. It's not Tuesday, it's actually Monday, but I had some shit I needed to tell you, so that means it's time for Drinks with Great Minds in History. So welcome to the show, everyone. As always, I'm your host, Mr. DGMH, otherwise known as Zach DeBacco, and I just wanted to put a little post-hurricane update out on the show. Now where do we begin? Oh yeah, how about here? Hurricane Ian, go fuck yourself. For those of you that don't know, and I hope I don't regret saying this, but Kelly, Sherry, and I were in the spot of Florida that was hit the hardest from the hurricane. We are all safe, and we count ourselves among the lucky. Several of our friends lost their homes, roofs, and continue to face loss of power. My place of residence, Northport, was ravaged by the storm. My favorite haunts and bars in Punta Gorda and Port Charlotte were hit equally as hard. Still, our community is forging on. Personally, I evacuated from the storm to Orlando, stayed in the Margaritaville Resort for a few days, and then found myself stranded due to flooding, unable to return home for nearly a week. I had beer, sure, wine, of course, I even had some bourbon. But I was slowly losing my mind up there, eager to return home to make sure my house was okay. It was okay, but I certainly returned to a mess. Nothing, of course, that 20-plus hours of TLC and hard work and a few beers couldn't fix. And some tape. I was surprised that tape was still so important in fixing damage from a hurricane. Again, though, I was lucky, but others were not so lucky, so I wanted to say right off the bat that I will be donating all DGMH Patreon support for the month of October to some friends of mine in need. If you support the show, well, thank you already. If you don't, don't feel obligated, or go join for a month and then cancel a month later. Either way, the Patreon support that I have for October will be going to those friends of mine who are certainly more in need of a drink right now than me. On that note, let's talk about the show. First, apologies and thanks. I apologize for the show being delayed, behind on episodes, etc. Patreon content was of course behind, and the end of Season 3 will have to take a bit of a detour. When I said Season 3 was going to be the season of rise and fall stories, I didn't think it was going to be the story of the show. But like Teddy, we are not going down without a fight. Second, a huge thank you to all that reached out asking about Sherry, Kelly, and I during this storm. I thank all of you who kept telling me not to worry about this show and just worry about myself. I thank Cullen and Luke for contributing in my absence. And so, yeah, cheers to all of you and thanks for being the best of listeners. As for the show, well, I just don't have another great mind in me for this season, so Nappy 3 will be the final great mind of Season 3. We will still have a small bonus season, November will still be the month of birthday specials, as always, and I still have to release The Chaser to Napoleon III, who, by the way, I just now prefer to call Nappy 3. Thanks for that, Cheevers. Now that episode will be out tomorrow, that is Tuesday, and we will of course still have the Battle Royale in probably early December as we wrap up this hellacious but entertaining season. For those of you that don't know, the Battle Royale is an epic shit show that will feature many great minds that won their own crowns of greatness in the season. This season will feature Teddy, Louis XIV, and Catherine the Great, alongside one wild card to be determined the night of the battle itself, and will be a surprise to everyone involved. But as the season comes to a close, the Patreon content will keep coming. I will be putting out four rounds of another moment with Mr. DGMH on the Thirty Years' War to make up for missing it at the end of September. We will have a few more last call rounds for the season coming your way, and I will continue to update you on what I'm teaching each week. And I will also continue to progress through my moments with Mr. DGMH, finally returning to the Bourbon Reforms. Beyond that, Pete Chats Portugal and Cullen Chats China will continue on through the off-season. As will Cullen's new solo Patreon segment, A Moment with My High School History Teacher, where Cullen teaches us about some of his favorite history topics, starting with the colonization of Africa. 
Finally, I have plenty of pregame content for that top tier coming your way in October and November as well as the offseason. Well, that's it. No, wait one second. Something's not right. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Let's see. I said fuck. I drank a yingling, so there's the drink for me. So what could it be? Oh yeah, the history for you. I think I have something that will work. As I finish up October, I will be finishing up and finally releasing the remastered version of the Washington episode, with nearly double the content from the original recording. Plus, of course, double the drinks. And then we are going to end October with a little social drinking chat on Washington with, I hope, a special guest. And ironically, George's story was nearly devastated by a hurricane too, so I figured we'd just go there. But first, it's some history for you, a reason to drink for me, it's the history of the great minds that made history come to be. So again, fuck Hurricane Ian, what a fucking nightmare. What a nightmare? What a fucking nightmare. Still, it got me thinking, as historians tend or pretend to do, about some historical hurricanes. And when I do, my mind always goes to the same exact one. One that presents one of my favorite and most plausible what-if questions, the Great Hurricane of 1780. So in case you didn't know, the Great Hurricane of the West Indies, also sometimes called the 1780 Disaster, was the deadliest Atlantic hurricane on record, and it actually made landfall today in history, October 10th, 1780. Nearly 22,000 people died as the storm ravaged the West Indies, specifically the Lesser Antilles. For those of you that don't know, that is like the tail end of the Caribbean islands. All the little small dots on the map that you can't really make out unless you look really close. But each with their own unique culture and history. Totally worth studying, but not today. Some records estimate that winds were as high as 200 miles per hour, more than 40 miles above the hurricane that just pummeled southwest Florida. One historian noted that every house and fort on Barbados was destroyed. A British admiral noted that the high winds carried cannons high into the skies. Why share this? How did it impact Washington? Simple. Both British and French navies had moved the majority of their fleets to the Caribbean to protect their holdings there during the American Revolution and War of Independence. Both navies were present for this storm. However, the impacts on each were very different. As the storm moved through the Caribbean, the British lost nearly half a dozen ships of the line, with another half dozen being dismasted. And in ship crews on those six sunken ships were lost, and I can't believe I got that through on the first try. Whereas the French fleet, under the command of Admirals Disdain and de Grasse, lost but one frigate. Several French vessels off the coast of Martinique were capsized, several hundred soldiers died, and more than 9,000 inhabitants of the island were killed by the storm and storm surge. So why tell the story? Well, other than the obvious hurricane connection, had the storm not severely weakened Britain's naval presence in the Caribbean, then France may not have been able to dedicate nearly half of her Caribbean fleet to the Yorktown-Chesapeake expedition. Furthermore, had the storm done more damage to the French Navy, then there would have been no Yorktown at all. For America's greatest victory, Victory, the Battle of Yorktown, 1781, was really the result of French military aid and naval victories in the capes of the Chesapeake Bay. Had the French fleet taken heavier losses or lost to Gras personally, America's independence and victory, although likely inevitable by 1780, would have looked a lot different. The Great Hurricane of 1780 continued on northward from the Caribbean, reaching the coast of Canada as late as October 20th and was but one of three major hurricanes for that season, which was, by the way, the deadliest hurricane season on record, causing storm surge up to 20 feet high. Another hurricane from that year, Solano's hurricane, nearly took the life of another revolutionary hero, this one being from Spain, Bernardo de Galvez. These two losses, de Grasse and Galvez, could have been devastating to the American war effort. Without foreign aid and involvement, American independence may not have been secured, and the two storms nearly undid the American cause and war effort in its entirety, and certainly more so than any singular battle or Washington defeat. 
Well, that's it. If you enjoyed this little episode of Drinks with Great Minds in History, then please consider leaving the show a great, hopefully five-star review wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at DGMH History, and be sure to join in the conversation over on the DGMH Facebook group. Plenty of fun chats and memes shared there. If you're all caught up in looking for even more DGMH, or just love the show, then we hope you'll consider supporting the show over on the DGMH Patreon page. There, listeners can get access to even more great content, including bonus psych and shots conversations, pre game chats, extra moments with Mr. DGMH, and now another moment with Mr. DGMH on the Thirty Years' War. Plus, Cullen Chats China, where Cullen chats with me about China's rich history, and Pete Chats Portugal, where I chat with Cullen about Portugal's much-forgotten history. And now, a moment with my high school history teacher, where Cullen chats with us about his favorite historical topics. And don't forget, if you head on over to Patreon for the month of October, all the support that you give to the show will be going to someone in need. So let's wrap this up with one more hurricane fun fact. The National Weather Service, originally called the United States Weather Bureau, finally began formally tracking hurricanes in 1851, and didn't begin systematically naming them until 1953. At that time, only women's names were used in classification, and male names weren't used until 1978. And yes, I did fall down a bit of a National Weather Service beaver hole, a department, by the way, that has been part of the U.S. Department of Agriculture and Commerce, and is now part of the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, which is still part of the Department of Commerce today. And if you're thinking, who the fuck cares? Well, you probably have never experienced a hurricane then. So one more fun fact. To avoid panic, the National Weather Service didn't use and actually prohibited the use of the word tornado until 1938, when they finally started incorporating it into their warnings. And all of this came with the advent of the telegraph, fitting nicely into the period we're studying now with Napoleon III. So yeah, let's raise a glass. I don't even know what the fuck we'd be raising it to at this point, so I guess we'll just raise it to the return of DGMH. Cheers! (laughs) 